For nearly 50 years, the issue of abortion has been talked about, written about, debated, discussed, fought over, uh, everywhere from courtrooms to households and in the church. Does the Bible have anything to say about these things? What about if I've gone through this? Well, this is Considerate, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Let's start right up top with the question here. It says, I think it's pretty obvious that abortion is wrong and there is sufficient scripture backing that up. What is a little cloudy to me is how can we know what forms of pregnancy prevention are biblically sound? Some Christians believe that the use of birth control and even condoms are sinful. What are those beliefs held in the Bible and how is it possible to relate text to that issue considering scientific forms of birth control were nowhere near in existence during biblical times? Also, where does the use of plan B, uh, the morning after pill, fall on this spectrum? During a sinful relationship of my past, my partner and I had unprotected sex and used this option the next day just in case. Is that a sin? What does scripture say? Where does scripture say the line is? Um, thanks in advance. Well, guys, today we get to dive into this question, which is a very interesting one. And, and it's, you know, regarding a topic that it's it's a it's in our culture right now. It's 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 a pervasive topic. It seems to be pretty um polarizing and as always uh, you know we want to look at these um, questions and these topics uh, through a gospel lens through through the lens of scripture and and as Christians we are we're confident that that the word of God is sufficient for us and it informs us and so and so right now um, Blair why don't you just uh, start us off um, why don't you why don't you start with and I think this is a great place to start what God designed sex to be and 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 the you know what he prescribed it for us sure sure and i think we can we can springboard from there we can go from there that's a that this is a pretty juicy place to start everyone's going to want to listen today if we're yeah. going to talk about uh sex. We're, we're talking about the the, the the sex topic here and uh um, and all that. So, sure. Let's uh, let's get in that. I, I like this question. I think it's good. It's thoughtful. Right. Um, it's uh, it, it, you can hear in the question a desire to be God honoring in our relationships and in these things, and a real desire to uh, to live in a way that understands the Scripture and and honors the Lord. And so, I, I really uh, appreciate that. So, yeah. To just start uh, from the very beginning, what is sex for? Well, you can kind of put it into two categories mm-hmm. sex is designed for procreation sure this is how you know uh the earth is populated mm-hmm. be fruitful and, and multiply. multiply right um uh, but it's also designed for pleasure mm-hmm. and it's a good thing god gave it to uh human beings as uh, uh something to be enjoyed um, right and so it isn't just industrial so we have more kids <laughs> it's a it is a way yeah. uh, a special way that god has given uh, a man and a woman uh, who are committed together in marriage before mm-hmm. God and before man uh, to uh, enjoy uh, that person in a unique, uh, intimate way. 
unlike they know anybody else in yeah. the world. And so, as such, it's not to be trifled with. It's mm-hmm. not to be uh, just, uh, um, uh, you know, engaged in uh, kind of cavalierly, but uh, but in a way that honors the Lord and honors the other person. So the right. Bible has lots to say uh, about what this is, and so um, and so I think that's really what where the question then comes out of understanding what sex is. Yeah. Then um, what can we can and and can cannot do? Right. Right. What can we can can and cannot do? And that that the list is long. Yeah. In there. And so sometimes it's easier to just say, well, what is sex? What is it designed for? And then right. anything outside of that that bounds it's yeah it's out of bounds it follows like we can't always just talk about everything that's out of bounds because we live in a society where sin is both pervasive and persuasive and uh, it seems that every day every week uh, new forms of of sin and depravity are being uh, created and uh, and even celebrated and so um, yeah well and, and so far i guess where we're at is is um up to this point, God has designed sex for a man and a woman in the bounds of marriage uh, with one another um, for procreation and pleasure, yep. and, and we see that those examples in Scripture. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 the foundation, and so yeah. out of that understanding, then mm-hmm. is really then where we come to this issue of, of abortion, right? Then, and you know, as said just a second ago, this has been a hot topic issue here in America, particularly uh, over the last fifty years, especially as it's. Um, uh, risen in prominence as it's now become a political issue. It's very polarizing. Yeah. And, uh, um, and it seems like there's always a back and forth things uh, from the local level, state level, mm-hmm. all the way out to our national level. And uh, um, with obviously Roe v. Wade in 1973 uh, being kind of that decisive uh, Supreme Court ruling on this issue. And, and so lots of groups out there have tried to overturn it and mm-hmm. you know lots of legislation and all those things um has gone on but uh the real question is okay well what is it uh where we, we well even in our question they acknowledge that it's that it's wrong yeah that, uh, you know that this is the murdering of an innocent life mm-hmm. and that life beginning at conception and so that's that's really kind of where the question I think is even going and asking then is like okay well what about conception like we get this we get understand with the purpose of the biblical purpose of sex we understand the the biblical value of human life um, and so uh, there are others out there that say that any sort of pregnancy prevention is yeah. wrong mm-hmm. you know? um, they mentioned in it you know Catholics and um, that uh, any kind of birth control condoms like yeah, it's that's, not okay. That's that's no bueno, and uh, I don't know that uh, you can make a biblical case for that. Understand where that comes from, but uh, um, but there are legitimate forms of, of birth control and prevention that mm-hmm. um, I think are allowable for uh, believers, um, especially who are driven by biblical motives, gospel yeah, intentions, for sure. who would affirm things like that. Children are a blessing from the mm-hmm. Lord, like Psalms uh, say, um, and. 
and uh, and that that God is the giver of life. Who who understand that we um, are motivated by the Great Commission, and that children are even like as we procreate, we're we're not procreating just to keep our kids close by and home. Like we're 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 to send them out. You know, um, sometimes literally, you know, cross culturally as yeah. missionaries, but all that is we raise them up to send them out uh, as uh, instruments uh, for the Lord to use for gospel purposes. Um, and so there are, um, you know, there's there's like motivations, intentions. Mm-hmm. That. There's also like good stewardship things. Like, okay, uh, the the means that I make, the uh, industry that I'm in, like it could not support ten kids. It would be unwise sure. to have, you know, a you know a, a 15 passenger van full of kids. Right. Um, and, uh, but some people can and praise the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. And if, and if God gives them the margin and the means to do that, by all means, um, uh, go ahead. But, uh, but not necessarily if we can't. And if you're withholding having children just because you want to live like the me life, you know, like, yeah. oh, I, I like having this flexibility and all that, yeah. that there's a heart issue there that right. needs to be uh, surrendered to the Lord of, uh, okay, are we like, is, is that what, really? The motivation there yeah motivation no and, and that's that's a good point you bring up like i think in in our society right now where um it, it's pretty hedonistic it's it's do what makes you mm-hmm. feel good do um stay stay at your most flexible so you can kind of like um navigate a, as best as you can and be able to adjust um i i don't have kids but i imagine having kids uh kind of changes that you know what i mean uh yeah one could say maybe you're not as flexible things change children are needy um they're designed that way just how we're needy on on christ but i think i think the biblical principle there is is if we do believe the word and and that kids are a blessing um and that god is is the author and he's in control of life and he's the one who gives life then those are where we can't can't choose to have control over which is kind of the weird that right. that idea of birth control no right. we we don't seek to have control over life right uh, we shouldn't uh it, it's scripture is very clear that god is the one who who breathed life into us and and i think getting in the way of that yeah. is is a problem right and if we're using these these contraceptive methods within the bounds of marriage even to be selfish or to maybe be uh you know for our own gain, I think that's where it can it can become a problem. Yeah, right, right. Because then it's like, what, and, and all these things, it's 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 a heart motivation. Yeah. Like why are why what is leading our decisions? Is it yeah. because I'm focused on me and mm-hmm. my fun, my comfort, uh, or on the Lord and and right. what He might and just trusting Him and trusting Him and understanding that uh, that families are built by the Lord. We can have yeah. a plan. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, there because the flip side of this is there are those that want children. Right, and they're trying. And and trying and can't and uh and so god is the builder of the family right. and he's the one who is ultimately mm-hmm. in control yeah and there's something to say about how god has uh wisely and sovereignly designed uh us biologically so that there is only a certain period of time even within a woman's cycle that that she can get pregnant you know what right. i mean i think that is god giving even just us discretion um and just how like sex isn't just to procreate because if that were the case then it would be that every single time that happened potentially we could get pregnant you know right 
right? There's there's a beauty in there, and God's yeah. design and order in that. Yeah. Um, that one speaks to His control, for and, sure. But also His His uh, creativity and and uh, His His design of all these things, and so. So yeah, so the, this idea that birth control is always sinful, um, I would say that is an unbiblical belief that we can wisely, uh, before the Lord, use certain forms of uh, pregnancy prevention. Now, um, just to, to be clear on this, and going back to our theme of abortion, mm-hmm. is that any of those that would kind of fall under those pregnancy preventers yeah. that, are, uh, that are abortive in nature... Um, uh, would then we have crossed a line sure and so there's a difference between prevention and destruction mm-hmm. and that's that i think is a helpful key in our mind so any of them that are going after uh, uh, uh an egg has been fertilized then we are now moving not from preventing it from uh, an egg from being fertilized but uh, we are destroying yeah an egg. and right. that destruction or destroying of life is where we cross the the line into yeah. murder and and here's where I, I think sometimes we don't know sometimes it's unclear but just in a way to honor the lord if there's any sort of like uncertainty yeah. about that if it is even like borderline destruction isn't like the god honoring thing to do to say well i'm not going yeah. to i'm not going to use that one right. because the, it is destructive yeah. and and because i don't know and because i do value life and i honor want to honor the lord i'm just going to avoid that one yeah. knowing there are a, a host of other options yeah. out there that uh, that would fall in the bones of wisdom right. and, 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 the Lord. and I think it's even worth mentioning like if 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 you and your spouse are are seriously uh, considering this like I think in 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 trying to search and be thoughtful about what you're doing even consulting you know your physician and just seeing like well, how do these contraceptive methods work obviously you don't need to seek um like biblical advice from your doctor but what they are there for is to explain to you what is literally happening with these right. different contraception methods and then and right. then be able to use discernment and discretion and and for you and your your right. spouse to to be god honoring right the, the information's out there it's beyond right. the scope of what we can do in a podcast right. to go through every single right. one out it's, there it's above my pay grade <laughs> right it's, it's just out there but your physician's own you can do the the research yourself yeah, online for sure and uh, and just find out um because it's it's all uh, out there and uh, and and that's the beauty of the age yeah. in which we live yeah the key i think and the key you're saying is just that heart motive behind it right. you know what i mean trying to honor god uh and and being um glorifying in the gift that he has given right. us i think in in creation god has given us so many gifts and as yep. humans in a fallen world we have such a knack at at twisting those gifts and using them sinfully totally 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 we can use them for our own uh, means and our own uh, desires rather than uh, thinking about the lord and and others and so um you know that's that's really the heart behind this the bible does speak to these things there may not be like uh you know just going back to the, the way the question was posed that there is may not be specific verse chapter and verse you know references you can use these forms of pregnancy prevention yeah. you can't use these well yeah you're right that wasn't around then but that's really the beauty of god's word that mm-hmm. that yeah okay scientific advancements or whatever weren't around in those days well neither was auto mechanics and all right. that stuff and yet the authority and the the power of god's word is because it is not attached to culture 
cultural things like that. Right. That it can transcend language, nation, cultures, time, time yeah. uh, because it is speaking to uh, wisdom. It's speaking mm-hmm. to the just the way, the created order, the way things are. Yeah. And so it can speak into various uh, situations, various uh, cultures and all that because, uh, because it isn't limited in scope to, oh, first century, uh, you know, Greco-Roman Empire, Middle Eastern culture, or something yeah. like that, um, and that's that's really the beauty of it. And so, the Bible does have wisdom on this, just like it has wisdom on. Okay, how should I? How often should I change my oil? Well, you know, there's not like chapter and verse in Proverbs, um, but Proverbs do teach us about wisdom and how to um, how to lean on others who have wisdom in these certain uh, spheres of, of understanding and, and knowledge, and so um, and so this kind of falls into that same uh, category in that. But it's a uh, but it's a good thing. So, um, well, I think we've we've kind of tackled that whole thing and that but this does bring us kind of the second part of yeah. this question and uh and and so you know what if i have yeah you know, which, I, what if i've used plan b what if i've used, what if i've gone through an abortion at any stage yeah um, which i mean uh, super thankful for whoever this this question was submitted in being even just honest and, and bringing that out that's that's super awesome right Right, you're off to a great start here, yeah. And, uh, and and even being willing to talk about it, yeah. Um, you know, the, the the fact that we have because, um, you know, the, the, there's statistics out there like one in four American women have gone through an abortion, mm-hmm. something like that, um, which is a mind-boggling number. Yeah, I, I don't, I've not seen like actual scientific data. You just hear that number around, so don't uh, you know, don't necessarily take that as a quote, but it's a pretty significant portion. Yeah, um, I mean, millions of babies have been aborted since Roe v. Wade in the, in, in the early 70s. And so so that what that means is every Sunday in churches all across America, uh, there are people sitting there that have walked this road. Mm-hmm. And just like other sinful decisions, there brings a measure of shame or guilt mm-hmm. about it. Um, and uh, and the enemy wants nothing more than to have us just kind of hide and cower. Right? Mm-hmm. He's come to seek, kill, and destroy. And uh, and so with that, it's there's uh, what you know what, what some would call like the silent sufferers that yeah. uh, that don't want to talk about it because when maybe the pastor or others are just so vehement against it, like I can't believe anybody who would ever do something like this and right. are, just, are, are so harsh and unsympathetic um, to the reality that. Well, maybe the person they're talking to did at one point, and uh, uh, maybe they were a believer, maybe not. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and maybe their understanding has come to change on that, and the Lord's been doing a work in their heart on that. And so, um, so as a pastor, as a brother in Christ, what you know, what I tell people in that is, if this is a part of your story. If, uh, you know, something like this, uh, you taking plan B or abortion or maybe multiple times or maybe the other uh, things along that line is that uh, one is you don't need to be ashamed. You don't need to feel condemned. If you're in Christ today, uh, Romans 8, 1 say that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so even decisions like this that are sinful, um, 
uh, like all decisions that are sinful, uh, Christ covered those on the cross. Yeah. And so the church is a place where you can come and find the hope and the healing that uh, that Christ offers. And, uh, and, and we as the church can and should be an uncommon community who walks with people through that journey. And so you don't have to be uh, uh, quiet about it. You don't have to try to keep it in the shadows, like you know, like you're some sort of monster. Yeah. You know? um, it's uh, it. You don't have to isolate yourself, like like this is the unforgivable sin uh, of some sort um, that you can't tell anybody about it. But if we're really going to be the body of Christ, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we be able to talk about all these things, right? And listen, and hear, yeah. and, uh, and and point each other to the Christ. Amen. Yeah. A couple of thoughts I had in 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 what you were saying. I think you know, with topics like these that that are really just at the forefront of of society and politics right now, that can be hyper polarizing. Um, I think as the body of Christ. We need to to be more understanding and more grace filled um, when we when we um, approach these kinds of topics. And I and I, I'll speak from um, personal experience. That's something I need would need to work on as well. Um, but like you know, like kind of just trying to sympathize with people and and try to m- meet them where they're at and try to help them see you know the the biblical perspective rather than just you know slapping them or trying to like uh, force the the bible down their throat but really just being loving and yeah. caring and understanding that man uh think of the position that a person has to be to to turn to something like this you know what i mean hmm. um we don't need to throw that person down further but rather we should we should come alongside of them and say you know Christ is our savior and his cross was was enough you know what I mean it's sufficient to cover our sins and there's not a, a shame big enough that it does not cover you know what I mean right. and um, that that's just great comfort for me and I think should be comfort for us as Christians that like our sin in the past and even our sins in the future like there's not one that that God's that Christ's blood on the cross is like nope that's too much right. you know it, it it's all it's finished it's paid for and and we can have hope in that right right Christ knew what he was getting into right. when he bought us yeah, yeah? he knew yeah. all those things he is the sovereign one we've mm-hmm. talked about his control and all things and building our family and uh, he's also he's he's the sovereign one yeah and so it wasn't like any sin that we've committed caught him off guard you know like oh yeah well if I right. would have known about that one, maybe yeah. I wouldn't have, you know, called mm-hmm. this person to myself. I wouldn't have saved that one if I, you know, knew about that. He he's already knew it, and he saved us anyways. He went right. to the cross anyways, and so he's not surprised by our sin. Um, he's not dis- surprised by our decision making, and he doesn't condemn us. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, is he would he would do it again. He would go to the cross again, knowing all these things. Yeah, and uh, I mean now he doesn't have to because his death was once for all for the forgiveness mm-hmm. of sin um but uh um you know and these the, our sin whether it's something like this doesn't make us any less lovable mm-hmm. doesn't make us a lesser christian because we have some sort of you know uh thing in our background any more than you know uh prior drug addiction or something like that for sure happen. yeah it's uh it's it's it it, it that's the beauty of the cross is it puts us on equal 
footing under the cross yeah. uh, at the mercy of God um, who calls us in out of his abundant love and abundant mercy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's the beauty of it. And so, yeah. so if you find yourself in this, um, uh, in, you know, walking through this type of thing or something else, you know, I would hope that redemption would be a redemptive community for you. Right. A place where right. you would, would find an uncommon community of friends that uh, will love and walk and be patient and help and cry and more and celebrate and rejoice uh, mm-hmm. with you um, no matter if uh, this is uh, something like this is a part of your your story yeah I would say I mean uh, to wrap up here like if this is something that's in your past um, man there there's redemption for you and restoration mm-hmm. in Christ and in the cross and and if this is something that you and your spouse maybe are thinking about as far as like contraception man be thoughtful about it you know yeah. God says to to love him with all our our mind our hearts and our souls and so I think it's it's a good thing to be thoughtful and to and to be discerning in trying to be God honoring with these things, um, and yeah, and just being just being um, trying to be God glorifying with the gifts He's He's given us. Amen, amen. You know, and if if there's like um, real like spiritual questions or like you know we want to talk more in depth about this, if you're part of one of our small groups, like what a great place to yeah. talk about it. You know, yeah. um, if you don't want to talk about it like with a group or whatever, you know, your small group leader. Or, For sure. Uh, you know, Aaron and I are available and have these conversations uh, quite frequently in yeah. premarital and marital counseling and things and. Um, and and it's good. It's a good. It's a good thing to yeah, talk about. We yeah, don't questions th- are right. are good. That's that's the benefit of, of the body of Christ, amen, right? Where amen. we get to just be honest and open and, and just admit we right. don't we don't have all the answers. Right. right. We can talk about sex in an appropriate, uh, Christ exalting, God glorifying way, and uh, and it doesn't have to cross the line into inappropriate or um, you know somehow being crass. But the Bible talks about it, so we should be able to talk about it in like manner, um, and. Uh, and not be afraid to do it. So, um, well, this is a great question. Um, encourage your your questions, these real things, um, and uh, we'd love to take this one deeper if uh, anybody has uh, um, uh, further questions on uh, abortion, sex, um, things like this. Be happy to um, to take another question on considering. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. To learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it.